everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, the podcast for the busy gamer. I'm Michael and as always I am joined by Matt. Hello. And Adrian. Hello. And welcome to our very spooky Christmas episode. We flipped <laughs> the season back to front and we've gone with a very spooky game for the past fortnight. So scary. Rated R. Not for children. Luigi's Mansion 2 on the 3DS. Yes, it's just <laughs> as bad as GTA 5. And other yes. R-rated games, more Kombat. It's uh, <laughs> like Resident Evil 7 level horror. It is. It's insane. They took a real different direction with the second one <laughs> compared to the first. Well, I don't know. The first one had him hanging himself, apparently, according to that creepypasta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that like is a not even a creepypasta. Flashes. It's like in the game. His shadow flashes on screen as a lightning bolt hits. And the it shadow is like him he's... hanging. I don't think. I think it's a glitch. I think I'm just it is. saying that. I don't think <laughs> Nintendo it's a ch- would it's a ever children's be game. Good it's a the, children's... Part of the weird things of the first one, though, is the ghosts are like ghost people, whereas in this one they are ghosts. Very yeah, they're just ghost shaped. Like the simple ones are those green sheet like people, but in the original one, you fight a baby ghost. You fight I a think, dead baby. I think I remember, which that. is sad. If you think about it, yeah, I, I think I do um, remember that. Now, now that you've said it, I'm like, because oh, yeah. I never actually played Luigi's Mansion One properly. I only got. I'm really I'm, hoping for it to make its way to Switch. Yes, That'd I was. Good. That's that's what I was going to say. Oh, we're going right into the review. This. <laughs> yeah, I just realised. Oh, well, that's fine. We don't have show notes, so if I forget <laughs> something, that's why I have bad memory. Um, like. No. Well, we're sort of talking around. We're talking about the, the series as a generality at the yes. moment. So we'll get into the meat later, but go on. Well, I was just going to say, for me, and I already said this to Michael, when I was playing, it didn't feel like Luigi's Mansion 2 was outdated per se, but the 3DS was feeling outdated. And I think that's not because the 3DS is bad at all, but more because I've held raw power in my hands on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And so that's... Like, I am, I'd even be happy for almost like a port to the Switch because I feel like it doesn't utilize the bottom screen that much. So I feel like a port wouldn't be too bad. It's a good game. That's that's my whole review. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, that would be, it could be a good one for the Switch. Um, I I think because of the first one being more open, that would lend itself to the Switch better. Part of the, I think it looks really good. I don't think the 3DS brings it down in any way except for the fact that you have to have only so many areas can fit in a level, like in a chapter. I think that was done as a limitation of the system to load that much memory. Yeah, They've then broken up the chapters, so it then becomes like bite size and you can play it on the go. But it's like, oh, they've they've been a little tricksy. They know that it can't have the whole mansion loaded at once. Thoughts on the 3DS, Adrian? Well, in general? <laughs> or in this game, is good. I liked it. Um, it. Like Matt said, I don't think it utilized the the second screen too much. Like, you're not trying to tap something. Like, it's just a map, which is helpful. Actually, how far did you guys get into the game? I only got to Clockwork Mansion. Which is like the third one, I think. I did not get very far this time, but I have played it all the way through before. Okay. It, like, the only time the map was... Super like the map was good to be like okay that's where I need to go but it was it was one of those things where you like you could press start and it would like pop up and then close it like you could do that. The only time it was helpful to have it at simultaneously was towards the end when you're having to run to different rooms to 
capture all the ghosts in a time limit. Yeah. That big event at the end. Of um, course, that big event. Classic. Because <laughs> um, I was like, all right, what room's next? The turn- oh, that one's turning red. I need to go to that one. Yeah. Um, so they used it there, but they didn't use it overall. But I think that's okay. Because it's like the Wii U was very similar for a lot of games. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to just have your map and your stats. You got your health there. It's good to track how many keys you have. Mm. But just because it's got two screens doesn't mean every game needs to have those tappy gimmicks and stuff. Fair enough. Fair in, enough. in my thoughts. Yeah, I reckon if you did have to like tap on the touch screen for when you're like capturing a ghost or something, that would probably bring gameplay down for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's already finicky enough. Which, yeah. which direction if it are you going? Into, um, Pokemon Conquest, is it called? Or what, the one where they combine Battle it Ranger? With... Where you c- oh, yeah. You circle Ranger. around, yeah. Yeah, we circle around. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Touch, touchpad off the top of my head. Like, if, if it's not going to be something as good as Phantom Hourglass, don't. Yeah. Just, just don't try. Like, don't. And even then, in Phantom Hourglass, I would have enjoyed the ability to just walk around. Yeah. You can't even move without touching the screen yeah. in Phantom Hourglass, yeah. which I thought was a bit overdoing it. Oh, you got to use this. We made this for you. But the Switch... <laughs> the Switch has become so... Uh, iconic now for the last year for... Nintendo. For mobile gaming. For mobile gaming, for portable gaming. Basically, a fully-fledged console in a portable format. Is the 3DS going to be left completely behind, regardless of them saying, oh, we're still going to report it, like, we're still going to support it? Are the consumers just going to completely forget about it because it can't can't hold up? Well, are they releasing any new games for it or anything? Because, like... I don't. Th- I don't think they'll have released like a like a new new 3ds. Like they won't. You know how they did the Game Boy. Then they've done. They did the the DS. Then the three. Like a new. Like in a, in the same way that a new console portable. comes out, a new version, a new handheld Nintendo thing will come out. Yeah. I don't think that'll happen. They might just keep pumping games out and ports out onto the well, 3ds. We had Samus Returns go to 3ds exclusively, even though the Switch exists, and that like polarized a lot of people. But Nintendo don't want to leave the 3DS behind because more people... The 3DS is one of the best-selling consoles ever. It's probably still got a massive install base. Yeah. So they want to keep supporting it, but then we... Are we getting inferior versions of what could be really good things? So should Samus Returns have been on the Switch in some way, even at a later, like... And one year later, you'll get it on the Switch in a HD version. They They should. I was thinking... One way you could figure that out is looking at the sales for the latest Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which according to Forbes, the sales don't add up, so I'm not going to try to do the maths. But I reckon if there's a big enough drop-off, like that would be your good way of seeing... As in coming from other Pokemon games into this. Yeah, so you've got Pokemon Sun and Moon, see how much that sold, and then compare it to Ultra Sun and Moon, which came out when the Switch was well in its life. Mm. I'm not sure if Sun and Moon came out while the Switch was out or not. It may have. I can't remember. No, because the Switch last launched March of this year. Yeah. So then it and Sun and Moon was last Christmas. Yeah. Seems so um, long ago. Yeah. But at the same time, 
Mm. It's been a hell of a ride. Beautiful. Um, the Switch, a year in retrospect. <laughs> there, there is probably going to be hundreds of videos. Oh, of course. Like People will be like, oh, it's failed. Oh, it's done so well. Yeah. <laughs> but when you, I reckon if you could compare those sales between Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon, you would have your clear have people forgotten about it because Pokemon is always going to sell. But then it's a question of whoever, whatever that difference is, that's how many people are probably like me. I didn't buy it and I've bought every Pokemon before, but not Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because I'm just sitting here saltily with my Switch like uh, Nintendo. When uh, when's, uh, where's my Pokemon game on the good? It's coming. They've said it's coming. Yeah, they have mm. said it's coming. So but I'm also covered with the fact that I couldn't figure out, and this is, I think, a fault on Nintendo's part, I couldn't figure out if Ultra Sun and Moon was worth getting. It was not being explained well enough if it was just a like the Platinum or the Crystal of Gen th- 7. Yeah. Or if it was, hey, it is a different story there are different gyms and stuff is it like a part two i think it's yeah like black black and white that's exactly what i was gonna say that's what i think it is but that wasn't like sold to me at all and i was like i don't want to buy the same game again the only and i mean only selling point that i've seen for ultra sun and moon is that it has three new pokemon i think and that's a first a new pokemon mid-generation they've never done that before have like, they? they've revealed, you know, oh, by the way, Deoxys was here the whole time. But they've never, like, made a new Pokemon. But it's an Ultra Beast. Is that really a Pokemon? Well, like, that's, that, like, legendary. Is that species? Is that, like, a mega evolution kind of thing? No, no, no. So, like, they've introduced a brand new Pokemon oh, okay. mid-generation. But it is an Ultra Beast. Ultra Beast... Because have you played? Have you even touched Sun and Moon? Uh, look, Michael just said Generation Seven, and I was like, "Geez!" I last time I checked, it was like Gen Five. What was the last Pokemon game you played? I mean, Diamond, Black, and White, Black, Black and White, Black and White. Okay, yeah, so okay. Gen Five. Yeah, yeah. So they're up to Gen Seven, and in Gen Seven, there's <laughs> I forget what it is exactly. Wait, but what was Gen Six games? Gen Six was X and Y. Yeah, that's right. And then, so in Sun and Moon, there's like time and space distortion and then these these things called ultra beasts come out mm. and then it's like oh they're just pokemon but from another dimension oh okay that's that's definitely new that's it, like digimon <laughs> yeah it yeah. was a bit digimon i was hoping that you couldn't capture them like they were just like bosses like to fight. matter they but no, working these pokemon they're just pokemon they're just more pokemon anyway Let's, Back, talk let's, let's talk about Luigi's <laughs> Mansion. Another. No, 3DS we're discussing game. the the ins and outs of the 3DS. And the Speaking Switch. of catching creatures, <laughs> what a segue! Catching ghosts. Ten ten. Who are you gonna call? Luigi. Luigi. Of course. Um, what? I feel like it didn't. Because at the end of the level, it's like, look at this ghost you caught. Isn't that good? Uh, but I thought it was a bit. Okay, that was was the point. And also, I felt like money wasn't moving at all until I got to clockwork level. And then I was getting like a thousand gold a chapter. Mm, Because the clock tower level is in like an archaeology site as well or something, or a mine? Yes. A mine site or something. Yeah. And so, I I guess that's like, oh, there's going to be more stuff here. What do you think of the... Story. What little story there is, is it all you need? Do you need more story than that? It's a it's a typical like Nintendo game. Yeah. Like outside of their 
mass adventures like Zelda and stuff, it's pretty like it's about the gameplay, not the story. It's what Nintendo's always been about. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I don't know what the first game is. I feel like because the boss the, the, and Bid Baddie is King Boo. Yes. Was that the boss from the first one? I'm pretty sure it is King Boo. Because that's the, like, the from the brief, like, story they, that they were talking is like, oh, okay. Because he's like, oh, you don't trap me again, Luigi. <laughs> so the first one is Luigi is told that he's won a mansion in, like, a lottery yeah. prize style thing. Um, and it's in Boo's kingdom. And Mario has gone first hmm. to check it out. Um, and so Luigi goes as well. And then it's like, it's a trap kind of thing. Whereas this one, it's afterwards when the, the everything is nice and happy. Yeah. It, the game starts with Luigi actually living in his mansion, which he's done up. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to other ones because of the dark moon breaking and all the ghosts becoming evil again, yeah. which is the work of King Boo blowing up the moon. But then there's that little thing again of Mario is missing. But mm. Luigi doesn't know that at first in this one. Oh, okay. It's Mario is missing. Mario. Okay. Where, yes. where is he? I don't know. I think it might be in a level... You got up to the third, so the yes. clock. I think maybe the one after the ice one. Yeah, you get to see them like carrying him off in a yeah. picture frame. They take yeah. him away. He got Zelda. Like, um, he got Link Between Link, Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> and so then there's a little bit more of that. It's cool having different environments. Yeah, I, I, like story wise, and yeah, story wise, having different locations is cool because the first one's just one ma- manner you're in. Mm. This one was cool, to, and they like themed it differently, so you had different mechanics and different exploration things. Um, I want to go back to the sucking, the the, the <laughs> capturing, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> the capturing of ghosts. Let's use that term because um, it feels like it's. I haven't. I haven't played the first one or seen much of it, but I think that is the capturing mechanic different because mm. I know in the first one you can like pull back and s- capture faster. <laughs> um, I don't think it has, you know, how the bar comes up and yeah. if you can, if you wait a little bit longer, you'll just sort of yeah. get them in one go. I don't think it had that okay. sort of timing mechanic thing. Yeah. It was about your play against them fishing style, yeah. like be pulling the right ways would increase your um, yeah. ability to catch them. I like this mechanic. Like, the way this felt and worked was pretty good. Like, sometimes it'd be a bit off trying to, like... Because you'd have to, again, you have to pull in the right direction to get the bar to fill. Yeah. And usually that was pretty easy. Um, and I liked, like, rodeoing the the ghosts when there's, like, multiple around. You're trying to dodge attacks, but you're sucking one already. And you're, like, you can't just stay there. Yeah. So, you got to, like, let go. And then you get dragged away and then, like, pull back. So that you actually like, like it's a bit more than just stand there and yeah. yeah. You got to like think about where you're going and how you're doing it because sometimes, because early on you're like when you get the three bars you're like cool I can just triple bar everybody and then pull them in in one go, but then like more people start showing up so you have to like okay I'll just have to go two bars this time, like get dragged away maybe grab one and then you're like rodeo some more. Yeah, good wrangling. Especially yeah. I don't know if there's harder ghosts, but the pink ghosts that turn invisible. And you really need to just be like, uh, are they here yet? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll move just in case. And then the satisfaction of them scaring where you were but not where you are. <laughs> yeah. Alternatively, not realizing that they're there and then getting spooked. And then they just ruin everything. I will say the ghosts and the game in general does get harder. The last like level, 
just ramps up for me. Yeah. Like really quickly. Like going from the point of like I was like playing while watching a TV show and like not really paying attention to what I'm doing to like dying. I was like, why am I dying so much? And I had to like set time aside to actually finish it. Specifically that event that I was talking about towards the end, like all these ghosts are invading the manor and you have to like run from room to room and um, capture them before like, like a timer runs out and before like there's too much paranormal activity and the world crashes. Of course, <laughs> that like. makes sense to me. Yeah, of course. It's I'm too haunted. There's this too many ghosts. That's too heavy for the world. Exactly, and then the, the world will implode. There's too much echo. That was just like because you had to do like little mini challenges in each room. Like mm. one had like a bunch of the red guys, so you'd have have to like try and like wrangle. My one of my favorite things in this is like blinding three of them and then and like then going getting, on a yeah. mass like i'm getting you all this is the best thing like i would stop wrangling like one to try and then get three yes yeah it's so much fun um but then then you have to go like somewhere else. and that was like a an onslaught like a gauntlet of getting all these different um ghosts and it was very difficult and the last boss was very difficult last boss king boo yeah or is it ghost mario because that would be a plot twist. I'm, I'm just dead, dead, Luigi, and it's all your fault. Mamma mia. Ooh, no, Luigi's Mansion 3, the bad guy is Cappy. And then you have to, like, <laughs> explain to Mario. I'm sorry. He was evil. He was the ghost. He was possessing your hat this whole time, and therefore, you put him on your head, you he's possessing you. Yeah. And that's Aww. how he possesses or captures yeah. the other creatures. Exactly. Terrifying. Deep with the law, we're going deep on this one. <laughs> I, w- I was gonna ask: Are the Cappy people like booze or what? What is it? This is what people. annoys me about Mario. They need to start making rules. <laughs> What's with the ghosts? No. Are yeah. there people ghosts like in Luigi's Mansion One, or are they just random? Are they the spectrum of colors like in yeah. Number Two? It's like oh, red ghosts that, and then. Throw in a bit of the Sims rules there, because if they're red, that means they died in a fire, or if they're brown, they died of starvation or something. So get some rules here. Yeah, it would be good to know what they were. They're ghosts from a paranormal. <laughs> I, I guess I they're, saying, a... they're saying that like ghosts are always ghosts. They yeah. they haven't been something else. Yeah, I think they're from a, like supposed to be from a different dimension because you actually open up a portal towards the end. Yeah, so I think they're supposed like to be... booze are ghosts and they're always booze. Yeah, they've always been ghosts, but. The first one had the similar to the Luigi's Mansion two, like the nondescript, just ghost-looking ghosts. But then there were like shy guy ghosts, and there's a guy with like hair and muscles and a tank top as a ghost, <laughs> and there's a butler ghost and mm. the baby ghost. It's like a whole family. Yeah. See, the more you're talking about this, the more I would like them to go back to like a single mansion, right? But make it huge. Not tiny, like one of the single mansions in this game mm. is pretty small. And then you could even, I would say, the puzzles that were in this, some of them were good, but then some of them I feel like were kind of lackluster and it's like I wanted to get back to fighting the ghosts and these puzzles were a hindrance. Whereas I feel like if they make another one and they, I don't know, maybe put a little bit more effort into the puzzles... Then I would be like, oh, it's a puzzle. That's cool. I like puzzles. But Luigi's Mansion 2, it's like, eh, I just need to feel. I like the puzzles. 
some of them got a little too like tenuous, and you're like, how do I solve? And I'd have to like, look up a walkthrough and be like, oh, okay, uh, got to go that thing, or like I missed a thing, and you got to. Or that stairway that was really long, and if you fail, you have to go oh, all yeah. the way to the bottom. <laughs> but yeah, but at least it showed like you, you can make remake progress. Yes, that's fine. But I, I I don't know if it's the same pattern every time. But the one I had was like there's a long stretch on the left, so it was just like. Because I could see in the distance, like, because it showed The lights you, would be yeah. off, yeah. So I was like, okay. And I was like, okay, one, two, three, okay. I'm just going to just keep running left until I hit the <laughs> thing. There's all the stairs. Um, yeah, I, I found the puzzles to be good, but some of them just a little too, like, abstract to be solved. So I have to, like, look, use a walkthrough for them. Yeah, fair. I guess I like... The idea behind it, though, it's almost like combining a point-and-click adventure at times with this ghost wrangling mechanic. And that's why I think it's a bit odd having it into the bite-sized chunks from the perspective of, like, you are timed at the end of the chapter. shows you how long you took. Yeah. But it's like, but what if I just want to explore the mansion? That's true. You're not allowed. Yeah, don't it's do that. No, it's like a, 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 a time suggests that you need to speed you, up. You're trying to do it as quick as possible, and I guess it's for later plays, and you shouldn't be focusing on the bronze or the silver stars and the gold stars. But <laughs> I didn't realize there were stars until I got, I think, in the second mansion, and then it was a bronze. I'd got silver up until like this one bronze, <laughs> and I was like, oh. It's a rating. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just like, good job. Here's a medal. For Here's a medal. Because when you go back with your gear, some some you can't get any better than, say, silver at the beginning because you don't have the color. Um, dark light. Yeah, the dark light for booze or you don't have something else as well. I can't remember right now. Oh, so many times. So many times I'll get stuck. And then I would go on a walkthrough as well. And it's like, use your light. Use your dark yeah. light. It's invisible. Just it's remake thing it. in the corner that you couldn't see because it's invisible. You've got to go light that up. And it's yeah, like, some much. some of them were obvious because you can still see the shadows. Yeah. But then other times, like in Clockwork, there's the bridge that you got to mm. remake, I guess. And I'm like, this why 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 isn't there like another signifier like mm. if they had maybe like a predator telltale shimmer yeah. or something or even just like a ghostly effect I don't, I don't know like do they always have to be completely invisible why can't like the bridge be it's a ghost bridge or like and then you go oh, I'll, I'll bring it back things things for booze like because you got to find the thing and make it visible so that the boo appears. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Like that you should just have their shadow. And then it's not until you've played like that level a few times and go, hang on, there was like a table here. Now it's not. I can see a shadow. Mm. Use the thing. There's a boo. Like a mini boss fight. It's not really, but that's good. But just when I'm going back and forth on a level, spending like 20 minutes going with it, where is, what am I doing? Oh, it's invisible. <laughs> it was there the I whole time. See it. And then you get into a routine of going like dark dark light around the room. Yeah. Suck the floor. Suck the walls. Yeah. Flash the light randomly just yeah. in case. 
Just do anything. You yeah. then become, you then embody Luigi of this paranoid OCD man <laughs> who's just going around and check this. I got to check this. Well, that is that. <laughs> One of the things I did like slash not like at the same time is the way once you turn on your torch, you kind of semi strafe. Yeah. Right. But then when I was in a room when I didn't know what to do, or I just entered a room and wanted to like get all the pieces of the puzzle. I wanted to like stand in the middle and like turn my t- t- dark on and spin around, but you can't do that. So I'd have to like awkwardly strafe around the room, and I'm like, I, there should be like a like a like an R button to lock you like, in place and spin or something like that, or like yeah, even trying to get some um some ghosts in the light. You're like, okay, I know where it is, but it's just out of range. I have to like spin around, like do a spin backwards and around to light them up rather than just turning because the strafing doesn't turn to like. You turn Great. very slowly in the strafe. Yeah. yeah. Whereas when your strafe's not on, you can... Yeah, so you'd have to like undo like the light. Would it be good off. to have like a quick turn? So you'd just do a straight 180 so you could at least do like half a room and then maybe go the other way on yeah. the, like a second press. I reckon 90. 90 would be good. Like a little tip. Just like he does this quick like yeah. sweep or even move. Like, or... Even if you just like his hand moved it. So he can still facing in one direction or something. Mm. Well, similar to how he can look up and down. Yeah. Should there have been a button so he can turn within right. a... Yeah. yeah. I a feel like they should have replaced up and down with, I think, um, the lights. No. I'm, I'm trying to think because I'm trying to envision my like 3DS. But I remember playing and thinking it's weird that up and down... Well, they're like X. It's like a, a top button. Y and B. Yeah, cause well, yeah, you hold it down to look up. Yeah, and then you have to like press X for your dark light and A for your flashlight. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. I felt like the controls. I can't think of them specifically right now, but they were just awkward at times. Would you have rather the the D pad is only used for emotes? Really? Yes. In a single player game? Yes. <laughs> If you press the D-pad, you'll have Luigi saying things such as going like, Yoo-hoo, yeah. hello. Oh, no. <laughs> and going like, Mario. Which is totally useful. Like, maybe if that had a mechanic like where it drew ghosts out or something. I don't think it does. I don't think it does anything. I think it's just like a flavor thing. Maybe in multiplayer, when you do your emotes, it's like, over is there here. There is. We could actually play. We could actually play, and you can play on one cart. You what, can. There is local play. Yeah, I have played of, with you. That's my yeah. first ever Luigi's Mansion. Was playing with you. I what kind of that. multiplayer is it? Is it versus or cooperative? Uh, it's sort of like you're cooperative, but in the sense of someone's still trying to come out on top as getting the most ghosts. Okay, yeah. But you're trying to Not clear die. floors, and there's a couple of different modes, but it's mostly about. Collecting ghosts and going to harder and harder levels like uh, what's it called? Like dungeon style. Yeah. You know, you, it's called Terra Tower or something like that. And you can have, yeah, four Luigis of different colors running yeah. around. Yeah. It's actually not bad, especially because you only need one cartridge to play the full thing. I thought from that that point of view... Luigi's That's really a, good, yeah. That offers a, yeah, a lot. It's good fun little pass Damn, the time game. should have played we can play. We can play afterwards. We can give it a little bash. I don't have my 3ds. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. You can play on. On we can use like half and half. Yeah, just half and <laughs> half at Luigi together. But yeah, that was a good joke. <laughs> would you have? Pref- the question was: Would you have preferred the D-pad 
say, switch your torches or be your up, look up and down sort look of thing. Look left and right and up and down. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so you're locked in place and your D-pad won't move you. It'll move his vision. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. More free And then, and then the you get two more buttons to do other things with. I don't know what you'd do with it. You saying switching torches. Now imagine that. You can only like, after a certain point, you gotta you got to use your cyan flashlight to catch <laughs> magenta ghosts. That'd be interesting. That'd and be then, the next step probably. Yeah, it's something crazy. It's getting too crazy, man. Where does he go from here, though? He's gone to a Poltergust 5000. We've seen in Mario vs. Rabbids Kingdom Battle, his vacuum cleaners are now sniper rifles. <laughs> really? Yeah. Not shotguns or like... Have you have you still not played uh, no. Kingdom Battle? No, the, the RTS? No, the... Yeah, it's, it's kind of like turn-based. turn-based. Yeah, it's kind of like Fire Emblem or XCOM. Yeah, yes. no, never played any of them. Now it has a versus mode. Oh, I'm and still not going to get it. A proper co-op mode, a more proper co-op mode. Now. Something like that, hopefully. Um, I reckon it could be like a flood, but air. Like what? from from uh, <laughs> what the next one? Yeah, the next Poltergust could be like the flood. From Super Mario Sunshine, and it doubles as a back uh, jetpack. I Maybe. saw a theory oh, right. somewhere that Doctor Egad, Egad or something, yeah, yeah. made the flood because there's some evidence that he was in. He's somehow related to Mario Sunshine, and people are like, well, he made the Poltergust. Maybe he made the flood as well. It's possible because it's they're both GameCube games. They might have been like, yeah, that's true. he's the inventor character. Yeah. In these new games that are doing different things with Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Oh, I think he's a good character as well. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> there was Don't one... laugh too much. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Um, no, there was like one throwaway comment and all I can think now is like a Resident Evil 7 and Luigi... But <laughs> Luigi's Mansion three. So you want? What you... <laughs> I don't want horror. I don't want you know Luigi to get his arm chopped off and then his leg chopped off Ugh. brutally and disgustingly. No, I want like the mechanics, but Luigi's Mansion, and then you can throw on you know sucking them ghosts. Do you know what is what the E stands for? Edgar. Elven. 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 Elven Gad. Yeah. Uh, yes, I remember Elven. And the chipmunks. What? He always speaks in ambiguous gibberish. Does we took inspiration from Animal Crossing Animalese. Uh, like when he's actually talking, not in the chat boxes. Oh. Yes. I was, I was thinking like... like oh, I thought he was pretty coherent <laughs> in, his, in his speech. Hey, Luigi, go here. Do this thing. You're speaking gibberish. I don't understand you, man. Let's have a look at his inventions. A boo canister, a DS time raider, a, the dual screen... Oh, yeah, the dual scream. I hated that. That was the worst. Just game pauses for some yeah. reason. What's going on? <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad you just, this could have just been a chat. And Luigi's always up. really bad at finding it. It's always in the same pocket. He's always scared by it. Too. He's like, just stop. Oh. oh, and I like the part where, what's it called? Like the pixel. Ada or pixel something. Shifter. Pixel shifter. Yeah. yeah. I like and that effect though. Yeah, the cult sound effect. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool effect, but just there's one point where they have dialogue where Egad's like, you know you don't have to be scared of it. You've done it like fifty times now. <laughs> it's fine. So don't don't flinch this time, okay? And Luigi's like, Yeah, 
okay. And then he does it, and then he flinches. And I'm like, is there going to be... I would have liked one of the last ones of him like going, like, don't worry about it. You know, you've, you've done it so much. Then him come out. Like m- mixed up, yeah. <laughs> like with his clothes on backwards yeah. or something, like or... just the colors inverted or something. Yeah, just classic. Um, speaking of the pixel shifter, the first Toad Escort mission where you bring him back, I'm an idiot because I couldn't figure <laughs> out how to get Toad into it. I was like, because there's like a bench along the side, so I was trying to like use the bench, like maybe there's a book on there, because I could see a lever next to like the big screen. Mm. So I was standing in front of the lever. There was no X exclamation like little thing that pops up. So I was like trying to suck the lever, trying to like jump or I don't know, just flash. I was like, maybe it's something else in the room. I'm like, And then I had to look up a tutorial and was like, oh, I just have to stand in front of the screen, not the lever. Yeah. The lever's just, I was like, oh. Oh, was it going I think in the same one where you have to get the toad over the water, mm-hmm. I think. And he's like, I'm not going over there. And I spent ages like, how do I go here? <laughs> oh, just tuck him are, up in your vacuum. Toads Shit. are both lovable and annoying. Because it always just every game. <laughs> these gameplay yeah. mechanics they've just put in the game. Like, I don't want to go in water. What? Why not? <laughs> and it's a hat? No. It's its head. That's, it's, it is his head. I swear there's a picture of Yeah, there's a picture, but it does that's what I was saying before. Mario <laughs> Nintendo need to write down rules. Get some rules. From now on, Toad, it's always it is always a hat. Or it is always not a hat. I always assumed it was a head. Yeah. Because they are toads. Yeah. They're toadstools. Yeah. No, uh, he did make the flood. He did. He did. He yeah, made the flood. His Where's logo your... is on the front. Oh, okay, there you go. That's a Pretty solid evidence then. No, the Game Boy Horror is the is the GameCube version of the dual screen. Yeah. So when he contacts you, it's a Game Boy. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't. I can sort of go along with a dual screen. Well, because they they have color with no U. It's color, so horror. Right. Color. But like, but you're just gonna get out your Game Boy that's got two buttons. Like a D-pad, start and select. Yeah, and it's a binary code input for your <laughs> phone numbers. <laughs> what's 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 your mobile? Uh, it's A B B A A B A. Up up down down left right left right B A select. <laughs> so you cheat codes to call someone. <laughs> yeah, it calls Konami directly. Hello, this is Konami. Here is your free cheat. I don't know. Just Im- inputs. Hmm. Just to them. Fixie games. Fixie games. He also um, invented the magic paintbrush that Bowser Jr. uses to create havoc. Yeah, that's in Mario's and that's time. what the oh, okay. like theory is is that Egad is a bad guy because he made the situation just in <gasps> Super Mario is Sunshine. He just Chinese Tony Stark, and he makes like magical this fantasy is, weapons for various. Yes, this is this is Jarvis. This is Ultron. Like, and I'll put them both on this island, and then Mario can fix it up. Like. Yeah, he's making profit. He's like oh. fighting men against yeah. each other. Oh my god, it's the subplot to the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know this, but before the podcast, this has made a full circle. You wow. just didn't see the first part of the circle. It's amazing. So it's only a Pac-Man. Yeah, it's just a Pac-Man. You're missing a slice. We ate it already. Um, any final thoughts? Anyone? Any other thoughts about the game? If they ever do multiplayer again, yes. Instead of a different co- colored Luigi, why don't they just have Mario, Wario, and Waluigi? 
because that's a that's different a... colored Luigi. <laughs> they already exist. They already exist. Why do you they need? They are color coded. Different... It's not like Yoshi, where you just make you just have the different, different colors, colors of yeah. Yoshi. There isn't some alternate Luigi. Like it's just I. It just it make the rules. It's rules, and the next one should definitely have. Cat, like Cappy's people in it, that'd be nice. They should. What I'm saying is, they should make an, the next one. And then I've got s- so many ideas. I did like it. I just feel like I don't know. It's it was a bit too much in the past for me. I'm not saying it's, it's a like, little too old. I yeah, not. It's not like aged like other games. Like oh, this is old. But (laughs) but it's there's just something about it that it's not present. It's not old, but it's not modern. It is now four years old. It's not that very old. No, not very old. I thought I quite enjoyed it. Um, is it is it a game for a busy gamer? Yes, until about like the three quarter mark, (laughs) because that's how I was like. I was just playing it casually between Smite. Uh, cues and while watching TV shows and then it started to get like challenging and I'm like oh boy this is tough I have to actually like dedicate time to this now um, so play three quarters of it and then try and play the last quarter because it's it's got a good like the challenge at the end and the final boss fights and stuff are very fun so I'd say worth finishing I I get that like the in terms of the overall design it was actually a bit of a step backwards from the original one being more open and the limitation of the hardware they obviously went i'm sure well, i'm sure if they didn't do multiple mansions they could have loaded in a full mansion again but then it's just kind of the same so i can see exactly what they were trying to do and they were hitting so many good notes with lots of different mansion locations really interesting boss fights that some are very long as well. Really good puzzles. Sometimes a little bit too obscure, but I think it was, I think it was perfect to show. You now have Luigi's Mansion one and two, that are perfect examples of put together what Luigi's Mansion three could be like, and that would probably be like, that that would be Mario Odyssey esque. Yeah. In a way, for Luigi to have like this open open-world, spooky, ghost-hunting game, but his point of difference, not being platforming, but being puzzles and exploration. Mm. And Nintendo was doing exploration really well at the moment with Zelda and Mario Odyssey. Mm. They've really got that down. So I think if they give it a crack for the Switch, Mario Luigi's Mansion 3 could be very good. I have, I have a pitch, a quick pitch, right, to make it... What if... Luigi's Mansion 3 sprinkles in a few whodunits. This is a ghost who killed them. I mean, I know that's not exactly lighthearted for a kid's game, <laughs> murder, but a few whodunit kind of things amidst... So it's like you've got, you know, your small puzzles per room. You've got capturing the ghosts throughout the game, but perhaps in the level, was oh, whodunit. What is it? Well, this is a mystery. you got to figure it out. Maybe... Maybe it can be a side quest thing, like the booze, if it's going to be complicated for kids, and the kids are like, I want to play the game. 
But uh, I love I'm, when my kids sound like that. Yeah, that's how. That's just <laughs> hey, how. Hey, son, how are you? Mom, dad, I'm Dad, James, you're 17. You got to stop sounding like that. What do I sound like? It don't sound like anything. <laughs> okay, here's, here's the question: <laughs> Is it time for a Luigi's Mansion three? Would you guys buy? Would you? They yes. released one on the Switch. Would you buy it? Of is course. The time. This is still one. Luigi's Mansion two. Let me say this is still one of the best games on 3DS. Oh, you hear it here. You heard it here. It is. It's super polished, and even though there are little problems with it, it's still a fantastic game on the 3DS. It shows what the 3DS could do quite early in its life cycle as well. So, of course, I would get Luigi's Mansion on the Switch, and I even think, if not when we do the stream later, you guys at some short point should live stream Luigi's Mansion on GameCube. Time. Yeah. I'm down for that. I want to yeah. see the differences. That wouldn't be too bad. Um, I definitely think, because you asked, the question was, do you think it's time for it? So for Michael, it's always going to be time. It's always going to be time. Luigi's Mansion. Um, whereas in the current climate, I actually do think it is time. Like next year, it would be a good kind of, you know, they've pumped out like a good Legend of Zelda. They've pumped out good Mario. Then I... Don't know when Metroid is coming out. I don't think there is one, is it? Metroid Prime 4. Oh, really? They're I doing th- one? I think, yes. Uh, it's been announced that it will happen, but I think it's so early in development, it'll probably be 2019. Okay. So then if they, you know, in the first quarter dropped a trailer and then second quarter dropped Luigi's Mansion 3, because it would give something to do. Because I think by then, no, quarter, not financial quarter, because that's all off. <laughs> yeah, but, we, we know. What you mean. Um, yes, because I think by then everyone should be kind of done with Odyssey. Yeah. I think people are actually almost kind of done with Odyssey now, but we'll be getting kind of the influx of people who have got the Switch for Christmas. Yeah, yes, yeah, true. They're gonna go through Zelda and Mario, and then that'll be good en- enough time for that. Yeah, and that's a good point that um, Michael brought up that like. Nintendo have done exploration so well and made such great games with Odyssey and um, Breath of the Wild. Why not do the same for Luigi's Mansion? It could be very good. I also think that Luigi and a lot of the other Mario cast can actually be used to tie people over between Mario games, which do take time. So if you had a department working on Luigi games and then just releasing it like a year later... And people wouldn't go, hey, where's the next Mario mm. game? Why are you taking five years? And it's different <laughs> enough that it's not going to be like, oh, they're doing Super Luigi U. Yeah, yeah doing which was a bit a of Luigi a Luigi game. Sort of nothing. Like, it's comparable in the fact that it's they're the brothers, but it's not comparable in like, it's the same game. Blah, blah, blah. It's not a skin change. Yeah. It is a different game. Speaking of a different game. What are we going to do next for the podcast? Is Why it, are you asking us? Because it it's your turn to decide. Uh, <laughs> think oh, about that. Adrian. I haven't chosen one. Um, I don't know. Any, any, anything, any limitations on what I can choose in the current, coming weeks? Uh, you can go with... You can go phone, 3DS, Switch, or non-demanding computer games just in case <laughs> yeah yeah so like something i can run on a laptop okay so older computer games or just not super intensive ones 
Dang, I was hoping to that we could review Crisis three t- twice at the same time. Like you're <laughs> running two. Trying to run it in VR, have it just so yeah. Out, so yeah, um, I'm gonna go with a no on that. Um, we could we do because we I did buy it in the end, which is Paradigm. Oh, yes, that wouldn't be would that be suitable or shall I look at something else? Oh, I'm not sure what it's like, but it should be fine. It's, it's a point it? and click. It's a point and click. You well, then, love then, yeah, it should be absolutely fine. Okay, cool. There we go. Paradigm. We're doing Paradigm. Uh, yeah, we'll do Paradigm finally. There you go. Finally. It's only been a month. Just because I'm not prepared. For, right. I forgot to prepare anything else. And do you reckon... So that'll be in, what, two weeks? Yeah. Which will put us in the second week of January. Yeah. Then we'll tackle another game, your game. Yeah. And then, I, and then hopefully at the end of that game... Monster Hunter yeah. World yes. will be, be out good. at yes. the end of January, and we can tackle that one. Definitely. Now I have to pick a game, because Paradigm was going to be my game, but I <laughs> because I was an idiot. Um, but we should have more variety, hopefully, by that point. Yeah, yes. back to the back to some other consoles and back platforms. I think Paradigm is... I, th- I think we really are a bit Nintendo-saturated. I don't think that's we a are. bad thing, because they make good games. And... But- they're all about portability, which is great. Accessibility, yeah. Which is good for a busy gamer, but we need to figure out the games that aren't good for busy gamers. That's true. When did we play The Grinch? <laughs> That's the other thing. We can play older games as yes. well, because they do run on my laptop. True. Because I'm just thinking... We'll go with Paradigms. This is, a, this is our Christmas episode. <laughs> we just mentioned we had... I think it... I'm going to guess April was when we did it. It was pretty... No, it might be June. Was that... Yes, June. Was that Christmas We episode. did our Christmas in... June or July, yeah. So, so do you think we we don't have good times? So no. So for Easter, <laughs> we're doing a Halloween game. Yes, another one. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Uh, we'll be doing a St. Patrick's Day game. We need um, to find an Irish game or a game about leprechauns at Easter. Don't don't forget about our special uh, January twenty sixth episode where we play a game about the Fourth of July. <laughs> 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 like good. only Australians really will get that joke. Like, <laughs> That's true. It's Australia Day. Shh, don't tell them. You've ruined uh, my uh, joke. Uh, oh, I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry. On don't worry. On July 4, we'll that's, listen to the hottest 100. Get out of this state. <laughs> don't come back. <laughs> All right. Let's um. Let's stream something. And yeah. for those yes. listening, we're, we're, you're obviously not going to listen to the stream because this podcast won't be up in time. But when can you watch streams? You could watch it between... I almost said the wrong time. <laughs> Western Australian Standard Time, 7pm to 9pm, which is almost now for us. On in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. On Twitch. Yep, twitch.tv slash grindtime underscore TV. If you go over there, just below the little video box where you watch us play when we're online... There's a little timer that'll tell you what time we're going live in your time zones. And then there's also a panel that leads you to this very podcast. That's true. And then that's don't click that because you'll be stuck in a paradox. You'll be <laughs> in stuck a forever in loop. a loop. What got you interested, the stream or the podcast? It's like a chicken or the egg. Yes. What came first, yeah. Well, if, if you have come from the, from the stream, <laughs> let us know because you haven't yet to hear that. that anyone's, um, let's do it. But uh, look, if, you've, if you're a streamer, coming to the podcast congrats thank you or very if, much or if you're a podcaster who wants to yell at us there's your avenue tell us off live be like your thoughts on luigi's mansion 2 are ridiculous how dare you slander the 3ds matt clearly the perfect console <laughs> and i just like to say just like luigi himself after being scared i'm very sweaty now <laughs> time <laughs> to go it, and it would be time to end we get we get a good half hour of air consoles 
Oh, well, do we have to come back in here? Yeah. I have been Michael. I've been Matt. And I've been Adrian. Thank you for listening to No Time to Grind, the podcast for the busy gamer. We'll see you again in two weeks. Watch the stream. Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, it's my dual scream. Which pocket is it in? (laughs) I'm mildly scared by the situation. (laughs) 